0: Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues take game one of their round one series against the Minnesota Wild in convincing fashion, winning four to nothing. There's so many different storylines to get into. David Perron had a hat trick. Ville Huso had a shutout in his playoff debut. Jared Spurgeon pulled some dirty crap on Pavel Buchnevich and only got a fine for it. There's so much to get into. This is going to be a busy episode. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Hyman, and I'm taking you guys on a solo episode today. Um, Lots to get into. Where to start? Uh, Before I get into any of it, I want to make sure to thank you guys for making Lockdown Blues your first listen, because we are free and available on all podcast platforms. So thanks for making us part of your daily routine. So I mean, plain and simple, I think the narrative early on is the fact that the St. Louis Blues um, had their best playoff performance in like three years. Um, This is probably better than any game in the Vancouver series two years ago, and better than any game in the Colorado series last year where they got swept and I mean they looked dominant out there. I think I think a lot of people were maybe a little a little convinced that the Blues would have success in this series because of their success in the regular season against the Minnesota Wild, but I don't know if anyone really thought that it would go like this. I mean, I expected it to be, you know, high scoring back and forth and the Wild just looked frustrated from the moment the puck dropped, you know. It, it really felt like they I don't <laughs> not to sound cocky, but it felt like the Wild just didn't have a chance at any point in this game based on the way that they're playing they 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 played as if they were behind from from the opening puck drop you know they they seemed frustrated they seemed like they couldn't they couldn't solve who so uh they hit a bunch of posts their power play didn't look good at all they had so many power play opportunities and yeah the blues pk was tremendous but the wild didn't really generate a whole lot of great scoring chances i mean i don't know i this is going to be a little bit all over the place because i'm i'm reeling with that high energy off of last night's win um you know i guess we could talk about Billy husso in the first segment um and i don't think that he was really challenged all that much uh he made a lot of saves obviously and, and had a shutout anytime you have a shutout it's a great performance and me saying he's not he wasn't challenged isn't really a knock on him it's more of just a testament to the blues defense you know he made some he definitely made some tough saves um there were a couple like one-timers that he had to to stretch out for and and definitely robbed a couple of wild players here and there they also hit a lot of posts um but overall huso just looked comfortable out there you know he looked like uh, a guy that wasn't making his first start in a playoff game also for the record i believe that uh billy huso getting a shutout in his playoff debut is the first time that has ever happened in st louis blues history so shout out to billy huso for that i mean he looked amazing the defense played really well as well on top of that um i don't think it was just Huso. nico mikla is a guy that was definitely a big question mark coming into that game uh especially with you know a guy like scandela sort of being up in the air whether or not he was going to play um mikla came in and used his physicality and, and and played really well um but again you know Billy huso having a guy like that a guy that's been a bit of a journeyman you know 27 just now making his his real debut in the nhl in terms of starting caliber minutes um has a really really good record on the regular season. Big question coming into the playoffs is you know can he translate his game into playoff success? And pitching a shutout is amazing. You know it's something the Blues didn't even do all that much during the regular season. Um, you know they relied on their offense, and the offense was certainly there last night against the Wild. But um, you know they they could have they could have scored one goal and won that game based off of the play of huso It was it was great to see, and it gives me a lot of hope for the rest of the series and the rest of the playoffs, if Billy Huso really is, you know, a guy that can perform at that level in the playoffs, um, this team could win a Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say Gold was the biggest question mark heading into the, the postseason, but I mean, in 2019, Jordan Bennington played uh, or had one of the greatest... Um, Playoff performances by a goalie we've ever seen. You know, he went on a crazy run and he played extremely well throughout that uh, entire playoff stretch. And, you know, I, I, I said, I've been saying throughout the regular season that two, 2022 Billy Huso is better than 2022 Jordan Bennington, but he's still, you know, not really close to what 2019 Jordan Bennington was in terms of his playoff success, in terms of stealing games. And I don't know if you could say that Billy Huso stole the game last night, but you could tell how frustrated. Uh, the Minnesota Wild were getting between just, you know, getting hemmed in by the Blues here and there, and then Vili Huso just not allowing anything. His rebound control was really, really good. Not a lot of second-chance opportunities for the Minnesota Wild. Um, You could tell they were getting frustrated, and um, that's what led to Jarrett Spurgeon committing what I thought was an extremely, extremely dirty play, uh, chopping down on the ankle of Pavel Buchnevich, which I guess I'll get into in the second segment. Um, Second segment, I guess we can talk about the game as a whole, uh, the way that the ebbs and flows. Uh, I'll start it off talking about that play because I've been kind of heated about it um, ever since the the announcement came out that he was only getting fined because I thought it was a real real piece of crap play from Spurs in there. So I'll get into that. Uh, I'm also gonna like I said gonna get into the whole game, sort of just break it down goal by goal, how the momentum was going, um, and then third segment all about David Perron. He's been spectacular. Uh, I want to talk about him, and then also just like the keys to. Um, success for the st louis blues in the rest of the series based off of what we saw last night a lot of stuff to get into i wouldn't be surprised if this episode ran a little long should be a fun one but before we get into any of that i want to tell you guys about uh one of our newer sponsors and called athletic greens and they have this great project product called ag1 you've heard me talk about this before with a couple different sponsors but um i'm a college student you know i'm in my last week of classes right now which is freaking crazy so i'm busier than ever And when I'm this busy, I have a really hard time fitting in good meals and and just treating my body right with what I eat and also what I drink. Uh, But that's until I kind of discovered AG1. AG1 is a little scoop product that you can put into a glass of water. uh, And with one delicious scoop, you're getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus and aging all the important things for a healthy gut <clears throat> um ag1 is lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy free or gluten free or you're not on a diet at all it, it is usable for everybody um like i said lifestyle friendly it can tra- contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good and plus You'll be supporting a good cause because in 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to kids. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, so I alluded it to a little a little bit before the break. I'm not going to go into it in too much detail, but I just wanted to just wanted to mention it. Just wanted to bring it up. So late in the game, uh, Minnesota Wild, like I said, have been frustrated since opening puck drop. Uh, things are getting chippy, you know, but there's nothing really nothing really over the edge. Um, for most of the game, you know, back and forth hits, couple, couple scrums, lots and lots and lots of penalties, couple roughing calls, you know, the refs were doing a decent job of, of keeping a handle on the game. Maybe they were using their whistle a little too much, whatever. Minnesota wild, like I said, clearly getting frustrated. Um, there's this one play, uh, in the, the blues defensive zone, I believe if I'm remembering correctly, where Pavel Buchnevich and Jared Spurgeon are kind of battling for a puck a little bit. Um, Jared Spurgeon obviously captain of the Minnesota wild takes no penalties nominated for the lady being real stand-up guy real classy player and this isn't me being sarcastic like he has a reputation of being a very classy player and not doing things that he is about to do or I'm about to describe um they get kind of tangled up they both go down a little bit um both kind of get up to one knee and then Jared Spurgeon who's behind Pavel Buchnevich, takes his his stick in two hands and just cross checks down onto the back of the ankle of Pavel Buchnevich. Now, I don't know if you guys have played hockey before uh, or have worn hockey gear, but the spot where uh Jared Spurgeon chopped on the Pavel Buchnevich, there's not padding there. That's the back of your shin pad. And unless he clipped him on the bottom of the uh, on like the top of the the skate, which even then it doesn't do a lot. That's very good chance he got just right down onto the back of his ankle with no no padding that's Achilles ankle shin whatever you want to call it we as blues fans and Pavel Buchnevich, we're very lucky that that wasn't a legitimate injury you know I mean not to be extreme but that could have caused serious damage to Pavel Buchnevich, uh Achilles right there that's direct cross check to the back of it you know his his it's not like his foot was in the air it just gets compressed against the ice um real close range intent to injure textbook definition intent to injure um and it's just it's just frustrating to see you know from the series was the game was going so well uh in terms of competitiveness and and fun um i really enjoyed watching it obviously the wild were frustrated but still they have their chances it's not like they were getting blown out it was a fun game and then to see something like that it's like come on you know there's there's no no place for that no place for that in hockey um Thank, thank God Pavel Buchnevich is okay. You know, got up and skated it off. Totally fine. But like I said, intend to injure. And he did it in such a way We're very where I very well could have been sitting here today talking about, is Pavel buchnevich going to return this series or this playoffs or whatever? Very, very dirty play. Um, and, you know, it got announced last night that the league would be taking a look at it. Uh, Department of Player Safety, whatever. And knowing their reputation, I don't think anyone was too optimistic that it would be anything serious but most of the takes that i saw online and my take was that that probably deserved a game you know if you look it up in the nhl rule book uh intend to injure is a match penalty which when you get a match penalty you're out for the game so technically what should have happened is he should have been kicked out of the game for that so whatever it, on ice that that's a minimum of a, of a game misconduct or whatever to see him only get a five thousand dollar fine is disappointing because it's, it's different than something like, and not to, you know, I'm talking about the Kyle Clifford hit in the, the Toronto game, um, kind of through a late hit, boarding, whatever, got suspended for that, I believe. Um, not to say that that hit wasn't awful, because it was completely dirty, but the, the Spurgeon thing is different, because you could argue that the, the Kyle Clifford hit was, I guess, a hockey hit quote unquote obviously it was a late hit it was boarding but like at least he's just kind of trying to like you know make a hit rile's team up there's no there's no just direct like oh I'm, I'm frustrated i'm angry i'm gonna i'm gonna hurt you um again you still probably want to hurt him whatever this is just just there's not a hockey play from jared Spurgeon. no no part of the game do you cross check down on people's ankles you know it, it's just frustrating because there's no there's no precedent now like what's gonna happen you know later on in this series if if the wild get frustrated again or as much as i hate to say it you know the blues are a, a aggressive bunch and they're not going to take that sitting down and knowing that Jarrett spurgeon will be in for the next game i mean Braden shen said it himself he said good thing we're playing them again on wednesday this could get a little a little chippy um and that's the precedent that has been set you know if, if you're not gonna suspend someone for that fine just don't be surprised when things get a little little over the top in the next few games of this series you know uh, I mean the blues got a couple goons out there praying Shen certainly will go drop the gloves with uh, Jared Spurgeon I wouldn't be surprised to see you know him going out there early um, I saw a good take I don't remember who it was so apologies but um, I said I saw someone say like don't 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 fight Spurgeon until like game three or four keep his keep it let him keep his head in a swivel looking over his shoulder waiting for that revenge Um in game two, don't 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 let them don't let them get it, get it out of the way early. Keep them nervous. Um, but anyways, I digress. I think that would be kind of funny. But yeah, I mean, if that's the way that this series is gonna go, you know, it was certainly chippy the whole way. Um, could be uh could be in for some uh, some more uh, questionable instances. This might not be the first time that the Department of Player Safety is involved in this series if that is the standard that they're going to set. Unfortunately, and that goes both ways. Um, that being said. Spent a lot of time talking about that. Um, kind of quickly transition into the third segment just because I want to spend time talking about the whole game uh, and David Perron, like I said, and trans- transitioning into the rest of the games of the series. So I'm going to head to the, the ad break a little bit earlier than usual just so I have plenty of time to, to wrap up the game as a whole. Um, Blues played really well in Game 1. Took Game 1 on the road, for nothing. obviously great. Uh, I don't know. I think they were kind of the, the betting underdogs in, in some scenarios. I'm not sure what their what their status was on BetOnline, but I still think they would be a pretty good bet to come out of this series. So if you want to put your money where your mouth is, you got to check out BetOnline.net. Now, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs uh, and the start of the Major League Baseball season, plus the hockey playoffs, obviously. Uh, Bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. And I'll be right back to wrap up today's episode. All right, so Blues, like I said, four four nothing victory, um, and it was really spread out consistently. David Perron opened up the scoring on the on the power play, a pretty nice goal, you know, early on, one nothing. And Ryan O'Reilly scored a nice little rebound to make it 2 nothing, And then David Perron scored the next two goals to get himself a hat-trick and put the game away 4 nothing. I thought that... I'm not sure if all three of his goals were on the power play. I know that one of his goals, the third goal, was initially credited as a power play goal, and then they took it away. But then I thought I saw a tweet that they gave it, put it back on the power play. I don't know. He might have had three power play goals, which... Whole different story is how damn good the Blues' power play is. But, I mean, look, the playoffs are a different animal, you know? Not not to knock on Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. You know, those guys were uh, the workhorses throughout the regular season and, and really carried this team. But when it comes down to the playoffs, you need those veterans to show up and, and, and play good hockey. And the two biggest veteran presents on the St. Louis Blues right now are Braden, or not Braden Shen, uh, David Perron and Ryan O'Reilly. And, of course, both of them we're probably the two best players in tonight's game or last night's game. Sorry. Uh, I want to talk about Ryan O'Reilly a little bit first. Um, Cause I think his game was a little bit more, more subtle in the way that he affected it. Um, obviously, you know, had himself a goal and I think he had an assist too. Let me, let me check real quick before I, uh, before I continue this. Um, yeah. Ryan O'Reilly did have an assist on the first goal. So Ryan O'Reilly gets himself a goal and assist, but he's also out there playing against the Kirill Kaprasov line uh, for the entirety of the night and doing a spectacular job of shutting that line down. Um, I mentioned how the wild didn't have a whole lot of high to scoring chances. And Ryan O'Reilly is a huge part of that. Uh, Carol Kaprasov is one of the most dynamic players in the league and Ryan O'Reilly gave him fits last night. Uh, made it really difficult on that whole line to generate offense. And if O'Reilly can consistently do that throughout the series and throughout the playoffs, teams are gonna have a really hard time scoring on the St. Louis blues. Um, O'Reilly also contributed offensively, uh, Kind of was a little bit cold down the stretch of the end of the regular season and then turned it on in the last like two games. I think he has, I think he has five goals in his last three games, uh, dating back to the last two games of the regular season. So he has been on fire. Um, And like I said, playing great defense, winning a lot of face offs as well. O'Reilly won the Colin Smythe for the St. Louis Blues in their cup run and. You know, there's no no reason he couldn't do it again if they, if they if the Blues uh, go that far once again, especially with the way that he played in Game One. Uh, moving on though, David Perron. What what more can you say about him? Um, three goals, I believe that was his first career playoff hat trick. Um, amazing stuff from Perron. You know, to, you know, you know the backstory. Uh, <laughs> left here in, in free agency or was traded or something and then came back to the St. Louis Blues. And then we exposed him in the expansion draft, went to the Vegas Golden Knights, played there, and then came back to the St. Louis Blues. Has a lot of loyalty to St. Louis. Um, was an instrumental part of their success in the regular season. Had a really, really good regular season last year. Um, and now he's turning that on for the playoffs as well. Uh, three goals, obviously nothing to nothing to sneeze at. Um, the, the other thing about David Perron that is so underrated excuse me, I feel like, is his puck possession. On the power play, I feel like there were times when David Perron literally just made things happen, made scoring chances happen all by himself, just skating around the zone, uh, protecting the puck. I bet David Perron is a big part of why the Minnesota Wild were so frustrated because I don't know if there's a better guy on the St. Louis Blues uh, at at keeping the puck away from opponents and and, and a harder guy to get the puck off of on the St. Louis Blues than David Perron. He is just a monster when he has the puck on his stick in terms of, you know being patient, you know, waiting for the right play, making the right move, taking the right shot, making the right pass, whatever. And all three of his goals were perfect examples of that. I know he had that one on the rebound where he just showed a little bit of patience, got the puck, toe drag, uh, sniped it into the open net. I mean, just a masterclass of offense from David Perron. And man, if he can if he can play that hot throughout the rest of the series and the rest of the playoffs, he is going to be so fun to watch. And, you know, it's easy to forget that... Um, he was out with COVID for the entirety of their series against the Colorado Avalanche last year. And the offense struggled immensely with him out of the lineup in that playoff series. Um, and you know, the offense kind of struggled as well with him out of the lineup this season. So huge, huge underrated piece of the St. Louis blues offense is David Perron. I'm excited to see what the rest of this series looks like. You know, obviously I don't think it's going to be this easy for the blues as it was in game one. I'm still expecting this to go five or six games, seven games, even, um, you know, the Wild are, are no slouch. Obviously, they look frustrated, but when they're playing the, the top of their game, they can give the Blues a run for their money. Um, like we saw in that overtime game a couple weeks ago in the regular season, these teams are very, very evenly matched. Uh, and if the Wild don't play frustrated like they did, they can absolutely hang around with the St. Louis Blues. So it's going to be a fun series. Um, in terms of some of like the X Factor guys that that I talked about, that Tommy talked about, that Seth talked about, um tanning was a big a big question mark for the Minnesota Wild and I think Fleury uh kind of dropped the ball. He let up a lot of big juicy rebounds that turned into goals and, and didn't have the best game overall. Uh Jonas Brodine was a guy that Seth mentioned. I think he played pretty well. Um but again, only so much you can do when you can't get offense. Um But yeah, and then you know, we talked about I talked about Jordan Cairo um as my X factor, and he was alright, you know, wasn't anything special. Um but yeah, I mean overall the players that you expected to show up for the St. Louis Blues did. Um, And the good thing is, you know, we still didn't see like a dominant game from Robert Thomas or Jordan Cairo or even Vladimir Tarasenko or or that whole line even didn't have a whole lot going for them, that Buchnevich, Thomas, Tarasenko line. So I'm excited to see what they can do in game two. I'm excited to see what the rest of the offense can do in game two. It should be fun. Uh, That being said, though, that is all the time we have for you today. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. That way you never miss a new episode. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube and that notification bell whenever we upload a video you'll be the first to watch it leave us a comment we'll interact with you in the comments we like doing that um follow us on all of our socials on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok at locked on blues follow me on twitter at josh hyman nhl you can follow tommy my co-host on twitter at t welcher 15 thanks so much for listening and as always let's go blues